Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, Lauren and I talk about our recent moving experiences and how we have each been working to embrace our life changes. As you may know, Lauren moved in with her partner a few months ago, and I am in the midst of a move to another apartment on my own. And together, we talk about our moves and how we've each been managing the feelings of discomfort that come with a move. You will learn that change is good and how moving doesn't need to be stressful. By decluttering beforehand and keeping a positive mindset, it can be an easier transition than you think. Whether you are moving, looking to find ways to manage the discomfort that comes with a life change, or simply looking to catch up with us, this episode is for you. Be inspired to simplify your mental space, embrace change, and grow. So it's good to see you, Lauren. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's literally been, it feels like forever since we've done a one-on-one. I know. I feel like it's been months. Yeah, I know. Well, I want to hear so many updates on your end. I mean, we both have so many updates to share. We both have so many. It's crazy. Kelly and I lived in our places two blocks from each other for six or seven years, and we both moved within like a few month time span, so... Yeah, it's true. So we have a lot to talk about when it comes to moving, but it's so interesting. So Lauren and I lived maybe three blocks away. Then Lauren moved in with her boyfriend and I don't see you as much, even though you're only six blocks away. I know I moved two blocks West and now you're moving two blocks West. Yeah. (laughs) We're not moving too far. Exactly. We're still in the same area, but with the move comes a lot of change. So there's a lot of uneasiness that comes with moving. And again, it's a lifestyle change. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made and with the move. But anyways, to start today off, I wanted to hear a little bit of an update on your end, Lauren. I I'm currently in a move as, as you, as as you mentioned, and I'm, I'm moving actually in 10 days from now. And I was looking at apartments and in that search for apartment, I was thinking, gosh, now that you moved in with your boyfriend, you literally have half the space. How has that been for you? It's been different. My move wasn't as bad because I didn't move furniture. I kept my place fully furnished and just rented it out and moved my few minimalist things in here. But yeah, it it definitely has changed my lifestyle a little bit. I, I just want to say to our listeners, if you live by yourself, take advantage of it while you can. <laughs> because once you live with someone, you're going to have to have a little bit more stuff. It's just a different time in your life. And my whole life, I've always had at least my bedroom, like living with my parents or living with roommates or in school, like I always have my bedroom, but now I, I don't have my own space at all. So it's definitely different and it, it takes a little bit of a transition. Obviously, overall, I, I love my boyfriend. We get along really well and living with him is amazing, but I'm trying to get used to a bit more stuff. And the biggest thing I've noticed is with living with someone else and their stuff is how much longer it takes to clean when you have more stuff. He has hard copies of books and workout equipment and just stuff that I never had. So it takes so much longer to dust or wash the floors because there's more stuff in here. And but we're definitely working together to pare down things. And he's very open to this lifestyle and appreciates it. So 
So, well, maybe one day you guys will have a bigger place and you'll have maybe a den, your own sanctuary, which will be helpful. I know that you've been missing that for sure, but it seems like you didn't need much space in his space. And he's probably really happy about that. You know, even when it comes to the closet, how is that going? How's the closet space working for you? Yeah, he should be really happy. So I got one fourth of his closet. (laughs) One thing I did, which I know you do, Kelly, is I took my winter clothes out. So I would always keep my entire wardrobe in my closet, but now I just have my summer clothes and then I'll replace them with my winter clothes. And it, it, it is really nice just waking up to that season every morning. And of course I put our dividers in it and it really helps separate my outfits and just keep it super minimalist and exactly the clothes I need because I really don't have a lot of space now. I mean, we're sharing a a one plus 10 condo. And with what you said, I'm trying not to change too much stuff because this is his place. But one day I will have my beautiful minimalist home. And that's when I'll really recreate what I did with my own condo. I'm just trying to make do with what I have now. And you know, the two of us working together to pare down things and simplify the space we have now. It seems like he's probably learning a lot from you, but I really, really, I'm sure the listeners are thinking this too. I'd love to see a picture of your side of the closet and his, I know that he's, he's pretty neat. So, but just how you divide your closet with the dividers that we created side note for those who are new to the podcast, we created our first product called the closet kit to help people declutter their closets for a lifetime. It includes a five-step guide on how to declutter your things, but also how to maintain your closet once you've decluttered it. And as part of this kit, we have these wooden dividers that are sectioned by category, including casual wear, active wear, work wear, evening wear, miscellaneous, and there are seven categories total. And so you would section each outfit by the category, which really keeps your closet organized. I also have them up in my closet too. And anytime someone comes over, that's the first thing that they point out. They're like, wow, your closet looks so nice. And I, I love that. I appreciate that. No, I love it. Even I had to photograph my old place to list it. And I photographed my closet with the dividers in it. I'm like, oh, it looks so beautiful. Yeah. I wonder if someone was thinking, oh, where are those from? I'm sure they yeah. are. But anyways, for a side note, uh, there you can find them on our website at mastersimplicity.com slash closet kit. Now our closet kit is sold out, but we're still selling our wooden dividers. We have a few dividers left and uh, we also have our e-guide as well. So you can download that. It's a simple PDF. And I believe right now you can get 20% off. So check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I I did Mike's closet too. So it looks beautiful. (laughs) I know. I I love that you did that. I love that he was like so open to this lifestyle. He's very understanding of the way you want to live. And of course, I'm sure he likes the fact that you don't fill his face full of stuff. So I'm, he probably doesn't even realize like how lucky he is at times. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are receptive to this lifestyle. Like it's so, it's becoming so popular and so many more people are interested in it. So yeah, it's lucky people who live with someone who does it are lucky. <laughs> Although sometimes what I've noticed about you, Lauren, even just on vacation with you, or when I used to stay with you a couple times over a year, would I be like, Oh, or I come to your apartment and be like, Oh, where's that? Or where's that item? Where's that item? Like sometimes you will like, get rid of things. <laughs> I know I've gotten in trouble from getting, well, just like I I've definitely gotten rid of stuff and 
he's definitely noticed that I've gotten rid of things, but I justified it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey Mike, that's expired. Or Hey Mike, you haven't used that in many years, or we have two of that item. Yeah. So. We have two of them. That's the thing about when you move in with someone, you have duplicates of everything. So yep. It's yep. a big thing you got to yep. go through. <laughs> That makes sense. That's hard. Actually, I'm moving into a new apartment again in, in just a few days from now. And the tenant, she's moving in with her boyfriend, apparently. And yeah, she's dealing with that right now. She's like, oh, I got to sell all these things because we don't want duplicates, which is smart, though, because you don't want to move in with twice the stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And then you got to decide which one you want to keep. And mm-hmm. each party wants to keep their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so exciting. You're moving, though. I feel like that's like the best time to get started with minimalism. Yeah. Not I mean, you, obviously. But. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the minimalists say have like a packing party, even if you're not moving to like pack all your stuff up and then undo the boxes as you go to see kind of what boxes don't get opened up and what items that you're not using on a regular basis. And while I could do that when I move in, I don't think that I need to, because what I'm doing is I'm clearing all that excess now, now that I'm moving, I'm thinking, okay, what are the items that I don't want to bring with me? And I'll tell you, Lauren, going into this experience, I said to myself, I was like, I want this to be a seamless experience. A lot of people, they're like, oh, moving is so stressful. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to have that mindset. (laughs) I'm going to say moving is possible and it's possible to make it more seamless and easier. So, and I think that that's really helped. I was like, okay, I got to switch everything over, changing my address. That's always a ordeal for some, but to be honest, it's been pretty easy for me. It hasn't been too bad, but that being said, I'm one person. So it's, it's much easier, but I do like to say that the less we own, the less we have to worry about. And we talked about that with Dr. Judd in our last episode when we were speaking of anxiety. And I'm thinking, it's so true. (laughs) I feel less stressed for that reason. I mean, even just when it comes to the kitchen stuff, I'm like, oh, well, I don't have that many items. So it makes it easier. But uh, definitely when it comes to furniture, it's been a challenge. I've realized, Lauren, that all the furniture that I've had for the past seven years is no longer my style today. And of course, you have to configure the furniture to the new place. And you're like, oh, and then you're hiring expensive movers. And you're like, well, you might as well take advantage of them now. So you might as well get rid of stuff before they move this stuff in, right? And buy new things if you're going to need new things before they move everything. So yeah, there's a lot of logistics that when it comes to all this stuff. And I was like, wow, there's definitely a business here. I don't know why someone hasn't hasn't caught on here. It should be one stop shop. You call one person and they do everything for you. It would be amazing. (laughs) I think they have that when you're like moving countries. Yeah, they have it. But yeah, if you're staying within the same city, maybe it does exist. (laughs) Yeah. And something I want to point out is I realized also some of the furniture that I have in here. And I talked about this in previous episodes. I have a stand with a TV on it and I never use it. I never use the TV, never use the stand. Originally, when I moved in, I filled up this bench uh, or the shelving with all these books. And when you inspired this lifestyle, I got rid of all of them. I donated all of them to UFT, the university nearby, and it's just been empty. So so I'm selling that. And in the new place, I'm actually going to use that space where a TV usually is 
for a new stand-up desk and my goal is to do a little gallery wall. So it's more intentional. I'm using that space. I mean, I remember you telling me, you're like, you got to have a TV if you're going to have a boyfriend over. <laughs> yeah, I know. I also like just the aesthetic of a TV. It like completes a, a living room almost. But yeah. I was the same. I never watched my television. I always just watched Netflix and stuff on my laptop. Yeah. Every time I came over to your house, you just watch it on your knees on a computer and your TV yeah. would be in front of you, but you would use the TV. I couldn't be bothered to switch over. I know. I know. It's so funny. I almost, yeah, I almost want to go into it without one because I don't watch much TV. And when I do, I watch it on my laptop, but but yeah, I mean, I have a boyfriend who has a projector, so I, we can go there to watch TV. So that's yeah, how it's, I was. It's so funny with Mike, though. He'll put something on Netflix and I'll be like, I don't want to watch this. And I'll just watch something different on my laptop and wear <laughs> AirPods. <laughs> well, it's nice. You guys are both still in the same room. You're just yeah. doing different things. Yes, our presence is there. <laughs> yeah, your presence is there. How do I forget there's there's a word that you use for that. You know, you're you're present, but you're not present. So you're like still together, but you're still doing your own thing and how that is important sometimes. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it yeah. is. It I works. Like it. Works yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, obviously I, I I wanted to go into this right now in my life. Work is really, really busy and it's honestly the worst time to move but someone sold my apartment. So I have to move. And I feel, you know, I've been in the same place for seven years. So mentally I'm feeling very uncomfortable. It's it, it, despite the fact that I'm only moving a few blocks away, it's, it's definitely a life change. It's a, it's a different place. You have to get used to it. I've lived in 17 different apartments in my life. So I'm sure I can make it feel like home in a few days. I'm not too worried about that. And, you know, it, it's also a big financial hurdle for me. And so originally I was getting anxious from that, but then I started to just kind of allow myself to feel that anxiousness. And as we learn from Dr. Judd, just kind of soak it in and, and think about, okay, well, what's worst case scenario and what is the best case scenario and what are some solutions? So that's what I'm trying to like repeat in my mind to make myself feel better. But as many of you know, inflation's insane and the price of apartments has really gone up. I'm basically paying a third more, but it is a beautiful wow. space. It's very minimalist. I'm excited to showcase pictures of my new kitchen that I'm so excited to, you know, showcase things in glass jars and, and make it my own. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's so exciting. The new spot is so beautiful. Yeah, you're going to have to visit. We'll have a baking day. But yeah, you've had a lot of stress. I feel like you had to move in one of the busiest and worst rental markets in a like history here. Yes. And on top of that, the busiest time of work for you. So that's a lot all at once. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But luckily, I don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a huge difference. I pretty much moved with just two car loads. So that is incredible. It's crazy, but I didn't move furniture. So that's true. So it's much easier, right? It's just your things. My so. Christmas tree took up the whole trunk. So. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Your skinny Christmas tree. People ask yeah, us every year about where you got that. It's so cute. It's, it's so, so cute. It's such a condo Christmas tree. It is. It is. Maybe this year you'll have real presents underneath. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she always puts these fake presents underneath. It's so funny. Yeah. Digital gift cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And, and, you know, I, I wanted to just add, you know, as you said, it's been a very anxious time for me. Speaking to Dr. Jeb was super helpful. I also read an article online on medium.com. It was titled how to get comfortable with the discomfort of change. And I know that with change comes growth. So it's a good thing. And so I was like, okay, so like, how do I manage these feelings? And they, in this article, they basically said, uh, identify the origin. Think about where, where these triggers are coming from. Well, obviously I know. Acknowledge and allow the discomfort, pay attention to it. AKA feel these sensations as Dr. Judd and Nirael would say, and allow yourself to feel this uncomfortable feeling and, and face these challenges head on because it's the best way to learn and grow. So by being aware, rather than thinking, oh, I need to, I need to just get rid of this and I need to find a way to feel better, just sit in it for a little bit. And I find that when you sit in it, you start thinking of solutions, which is super helpful. Also, I've, I've tried to maintain my daily routines so that it's not too much of an extreme change. So I'm still having my routines, like exercising in the morning, working during the day, despite all the work that goes on when it comes to moving. So I'm making 10 minutes here to do this, 10 minutes here to that. That way it doesn't take up my work day because there's a lot of time that goes into the whole moving. So that way it's like more of a slower progression and it's definitely made me feel better. So, yeah. Yeah. You really got to take it one step at a time. Moving is a lot of work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's a huge stress in your life. I was so sad to leave my place. I was crying so much when I was packing my stuff. Aww, I know. <laughs> but it's like really- it, it's on to bigger and better things. It's just it's you know you live there for so long. It's like your comfort and you were there little- for five years or something, five or six years. Six years, yeah. Yeah. So that's hard. It's it, and you own it. So it's your baby. So it, it's. Yeah. I know. I know the feeling. I'm sure I, I, I might cry. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Probably not because I don't own this space, but, but yeah, I, I would say that going for long walks each day has really helped me. And that's one of the ways that I've been helping clear my mind and also talking with friends is also helpful, but, um, but yeah, I know this has also been quite the time for you, you know, not just the transition of living with your boyfriend, but also career-wise, the real estate market is, you know, crazy right now. It's, it's, it's not doing so well, uh, with everything that's happening. And I'm, I'm sure you're also dealing with a lot. So I'm curious, like how you're managing your emotions today. Yeah, I always, I'm the worst at meditation. Like, I feel like people are always like, Oh, meditate to stay calm and present, but I can never be consistent with a schedule. The biggest thing that helps me is just keeping a daily to-do list. And, you know, when I start to get anxious or like off track or I, I kind of bring myself back to that to-do list, I'm like, okay, like, what, what do you want to get done today? Let's work on that. And that always helps me push through. Obviously, my morning routine, which I'm so dedicated to, I waking up and having a cup of coffee and reading, getting in some exercise and getting ready every morning just helps me start the day on a positive note. So I'm we've talked about the morning routine so much with our listeners, but you know, by nailing that solid morning routine, it doesn't have to be very long or complicated. It can just help you so much, especially if you wake up anxious. Like I, there's some mornings I wake up anxious and doing it kind of helps me get going with the day. Obviously, mental and physical minimalism go hand in hand. So exercising, eating properly, getting enough sleep are going to help your mindset. 
And another thing that really helps me is not drinking too much. I always try to stick to my one to two drinks once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I find if you're like going out and drinking more or staying up late, it can just cause like even physical anxiety in your body. So really trying to stick to, you know, it's nice to go out with friends and like have a couple of drinks, but like don't stay out too, too late because it can throw off your day making time to relax and like Mm -hmm. really relax. Like I'm not talking about like productive relaxation because I feel like Kelly and I are a fault to that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to read, but I'm going to read a self-help book to make myself better. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, you need to, my best way to relax is just to like watch comedy movies, like stand-up comedy or sometimes just like old Chris Farley movies that I, I love so much. And, and setting goals, having some sort of direction that I'm working towards can like take away that anxiety. Cause it's like, you know, I'm, I'm working towards what I want, which can reduce my stress in my current situation. So, yeah, you know, I, I like that you pointed out your morning routine, by the way, because I, you're right. You need some things that are kind of structured each day to, you know, to help you accomplish your goals each day. And to, to help you feel your best and to set boundaries with certain things, as you said, alcohol, you know, that it makes you feel not your best the next day. And so to cap it at two drinks will help you during the weeknights. If you do decide to drink and also something I love about you is that you do prioritize your sleep and sleep is so important. And we actually have never interviewed someone on sleep. So I hope that we do soon. I that's, that's my plan. I'm actually just reading a book now called the sleep book. It's by Dr. Guy Meadows. And it's so good. It's so helpful. He basically argues that if you are an insomniac and you have trouble sleeping, you start to sometimes think about, Oh, you know, I can't sleep. I don't know how to sleep. And you know, nothing's work. If you think like that, that'll actually make it worse. And he, he shares some strategies on how to sleep better. And hopefully we'll interview him one day because he has some incredible advice to share. I don't have an issue with sleep, so to speak. I just love being awake. Yeah. <laughs> the problem you, with me. Yeah, my, you don't sleep very much. Yeah. My best work, all my thoughts rise to the surface at the end of the day, whereas yours rise to the surface in the early, early morning. Like and 6 so- a.m. is when it comes to me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're definitely like a good balance that way when it comes to work, but I want to get into the routine of waking up earlier. My boyfriend has quite the structure when it comes to sleep, goes to bed quite early, wakes up super early, is in the gym early. And I appreciate that. That was the old me. The new me likes to stay up till midnight and wake up at seven. And, and I want to, I want to change that, but I'm, I'm aware of it. At least I'm aware. Right. I think it, I think it definitely does affect or make my anxiety, it worsens it at times, because when you haven't slept, you end up feeling like shaky, you eat more, there's all these things that happen when you don't sleep. And it's so important. So that's what motivated me to start reading this book. And um, something else I should add is that I have recently been speaking to a therapist. And especially at this point in my life, it's been super, super helpful. It's helpful for me to kind of unload my thoughts and speak my mind to, you know, that fly in the wall. I think everybody should have the opportunity to speak to someone. I I think it's super, super helpful because sometimes when you, you, you overthink things, it's because there's so much going on in your mind. You just need to Mm -hmm. let it out. 
And when you let it out, it almost feels, I always feel a sense of relief after those, that 45 minutes with my therapist. And I'm sure many of you guys have heard of this therapy service. It is called BetterHelp. And we have worked with BetterHelp in the past. And Lauren and I have both signed up. Uh, we, I have been speaking with my therapist for over a month now. And I already feel like I'm a little bit more calm because I have this more awareness of where my life is headed and how I'm feeling and where the issues lie and the things I need to work through and the areas I need to grow. And, you know, everybody has their issues, the things that they want to work through, the things that they want to better in their lives, you know, especially through this moving transition and the development of our podcast. Our podcast is really growing. So thank you to all of our listeners. It's been super rewarding and we are hoping to do this full time one day. So, so yeah, as that grows, it's exciting, but yeah, there's a lot of change and speaking to a therapist has been helpful. And I'd love to hear Lauren, like how, how your sessions are going as well. Cause I know this is new to you. You haven't really spent a lot of time with a therapist in the past. And so I'm curious of how your experience is going. I know you love your therapist so much. So yeah, it was such a new experience. Like I felt so vulnerable at first, but um, my therapist has been absolutely amazing. She's so wise. And I just felt like I connected with her immediately. And it, it's so nice to talk to someone. Cause I feel like sometimes you get so caught up in your own mind and it's not the same as talking to your friends or like talking to your mom or talking to your significant other. Like sometimes it's just nice to talk to someone who doesn't know you and who doesn't know your past or, or anything about you and can just give you professional advice on how to manage things. And I, yeah, I deal so much with work anxiety. Like that's my biggest issue. And, you know, my friends are getting married and having kids and like, moving on with their jobs and getting in management positions. And I'm in like improv classes with teenagers. Like I just don't know what I'm doing with my life. I love that. And yeah, I know. And that's what she said. She's like, it, it's so amazing that you like go out and do this stuff. She's like, you, you need to, like, she just gave me such a different perspective on how to view things as opposed to how I was viewing them. And she, she's just been amazing. Like I, I can't recommend talking like anyone should talk to someone, even if you are happy and things are going well and you're not anxious. It's just so nice to sit down and like, you know, put everything on the table and just get really good feedback. So I have the best things to say about her and better help. Yeah. From my that's, experience. That's so great. I'm so happy that you found a therapist that's really helpful for you. And something that I should add is that with better help, they have given us 10% off your first month. So if you go to betterhelp.com slash minimalists, that's with an S minimalists, you can get 10% off. So we'll also include the link in the show notes as well. And again, that's better H E L P better help. And again, yeah, as you said, if you feel stressed and anxious, or if you're just looking to speak your mind out loud and let it all out, we both highly recommend the service. And, and if you're interested, it's really, really quick. It's just an easy questionnaire. And then they actually connect you with a therapist within 48 hours, which was super cool. I remember when you first signed up, Laura, and you're like, Oh, have you, has, has your therapist connected with you? I was like, no, not yet. And yours had, it was really cool. It was exciting when, when they did. And, and there's actually three ways that you connect. I'm curious, Lauren, I connect with my therapist via video chat. You can also text or have a phone call. What do you do? Yeah. Over video chat. 
Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. It's nice. I feel like I'm in the same room as them. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel their energy. And so it's, it's much better. Yeah. You kind of do feel like you're in the same room with them, which is, which is good. So I'm a pacer though. So sometimes I'll request phone calls because I like to pace my apartment. Smart. (laughs) Yeah. I wish had I lived, if I didn't live in a busy, loud city, I would definitely take advantage of having the phone call and going for a walk. That would be oh, really nice. That would be really helpful. Yeah. Oh, how nice would that be? I mean, it's, if we go north of the city, we can make it happen. Yeah. You like run into someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say another great thing is even if you're going through something stressful, like you, like going through a move or you're going through stress at work, you're going through a breakup or any transition in life. Like it's so nice to just have the service and book an appointment when you need to, or like when you need advice, you need to talk to someone or get through something like it. It's just so nice to have it there. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, if you have a schedule that's ever changing, you can always change the time. It's very, very flexible, which I find extremely helpful. And sometimes they share documents with you to fill out, to help you grow in a certain area. If there's things that you, in your life that you want to work through specifically, they basically cover all areas, which is super helpful. But yeah, anyways, again, you can get 10% off by signing up at betterhelp.com slash minimalist. Yeah, it's great. Another thing I'm doing right now, I'm reading the book, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Do. Ooh, by yeah, who? It's really good. It's by Amy Morin. So it's just about like not focusing on what you can't control, not dwelling on the past, maintaining mental strength. And one of the quotes in the book is, she says, developing mental strength is about improving your ability to regulate your emotions, manage your thoughts and behave in a positive manner, despite your circumstances. She said, we always say I can't help the way I feel, but with increased mental strength, it's possible. And, and this is one more quote. She said, being mentally strong is not about positive thinking. Thinking overly positive thoughts can be just as detrimental as thinking overly negative thoughts. Mental strength is about thinking realistically and rationally. Oh, like yeah. So it's a really good book about just how to approach your life and things that come up and, you know, like not going down this rabbit hole of thoughts, actually being able to step back and look at things from a rational perspective, which I am not good at. I feel like if something bad happens, I'm like, well, everything's bad now. You have to like, to be able to like sit back and assess things. I like how you touch on how some people can be overly positive. So I'm a positive person, but sometimes people can be overly positive about everything to the point where they're actually covering up things that are hurting them or negative in their lives. And it's just, it's just like a cover up. So I like how she mentioned that. That makes sense. It's yeah. just be more realistic. Yeah. Because yeah. we're human. Like you have to go through hard times and it's normal to have negative emotions sometimes, but it's just a really practical approach on how to work through them. And it's a really interesting book. I love it. I mean, I, we're going to have to potentially interview her too. <laughs> yeah, I hope I know, so. I know our listeners, they love our one-on-one. So we'll keep these up. <laughs> but yeah, keeping in mind. Um, so on that topic, This year, I wanted to let all of our listeners know that we're almost four years into the recording our podcast, which is super rewarding. I believe that we recorded our first podcast on your birthday, Lauren, August 8th. 
I know that's crazy. 18. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have to do some type of celebration this year. We never actually make time for that. So this year we have to, we have to, we will for sure. And so some news for our listeners, we want to let you know that as part of our mission to grow this podcast, to put out more episodes and more one-on-ones, more interviews, we have decided that we are going to begin to promote products and services that we believe in and that we think would be useful to you that keep in line with our mission of living simple and intentional lifestyles. And, you know, so think sustainable and ethical and minimalist brands. So we're going to start integrating those into our podcast. And we wanted to let you know in advance so that we don't just start letting you know about these products and services without telling you in advance. So we thought we would give you that update again, by working with these brands, we'll be able to not only grow the podcast, but help you as well. I mean, a lot of these things you could use in your lives to help simplify your life. So yeah, so that's exciting. And hopefully we'll be able to be on a schedule of four episodes a month. That is the goal. And I know a lot of you want more episodes from us. So potentially four or, or eight, who knows? We'll see what happens. But our goal is to put out more content into the fall. So. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. And we're going to have professional editors and Mm -hmm. it's, there's so much stuff coming up here in the fall. So it's super exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm really proud of us. We've come a long way. Yeah, we have come a long way since that little table we sat at in Italy recording our first one. (laughs) Recording our podcast on an iPhone. So there you go. It's a good story. And yeah, we were in Florence, Italy when we first recorded and we have to go back maybe next year for fifth year. I know you and your boyfriend are planning a trip. So (laughs) yeah, we're hoping to get to Europe this year if we can. (laughs) I hope you guys do. I hope you do. But okay. So to close off this episode, I just wanted to read a couple of new reviews that we received because they were super heartwarming. So thank you to all of you who have written us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Again, it really helps our podcast grow and bring on more exciting guests. So we appreciate it. We are always looking to see if a new one popped up and it always excites me. Immediately, I always send it to Laura. I'm like, oh, look, a new one. It's exciting. So I will read uh, the latest one. It is titled Fun, Inspiring, and Informative. And this individual writes, although I'm not a millennial, listening to this podcast is like hanging out with your best friend, chatting about our favorite subject, minimalism. I love the simplicity of Kelly and Lauren's message. We get glimpses of their lives and it's so inspiring. If I need closet inspiration, I turn on their closet episodes. I've been minimizing for a few years and your podcasts have helped me tweak my closet and home even more. More, please. Uh (laughs) My goal is to reduce waste as well. In the U.S., we have companies that produce kitchen products in pods delivered in cardboard packaging. For makeup, a company that sells refills and paper compacts, tooth, tablet, toothpaste, and beauty products in glass and paper. Swaps like this add another level of minimalism and add to the aesthetics plus reduced plastic. I have listed almost every episode at least once. Love you, girls. Keep up the great work from a fellow Canadian listening in the U.S. Oh my gosh. Wow. Thank you so much. And that is from PB minimalist. So thank you so much for taking the time to write us a review. That's so sweet. Yeah. Those are so nice. Wow. I know. Okay. And then another review is this podcast is one of my all-time favorites. I randomly found it while looking for minimalism podcasts. And after the first episode, I was hooked. These ladies are awesome. And you're always giving out great advice. 10 out of 10 recommend. 
And the last one, I absolutely adore both of you. I listen to every single episode and always find value in what you share. You ladies inspire me to become more of a minimalist with every tip and trick and make me feel like having less is normal. <laughs> that's funny. That's thank you. So good. She goes, thank you for feeling like some of my best friends. I love that. Oh, that's so nice. Minimalism's the only lifestyle where you're envious of people for having less than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I know we get jealous of each other. You come into my apartment. I know. It's like, oh, your cupboard's more empty than mine. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's true. But I, I, you know, I want to close by saying it's, it's amazing because when we started this podcast, we said to each other, we want to create an environment where it's conversational and it feels like we're sitting at a table with our listeners and we're talking across the table with each other side by side we want it to be more of a casual conversational feel. So yeah, we appreciate that. That's how you feel like you're in the room and you're a friend of us and you feel close. So we really, yeah, that. the best podcasts are when I feel like I'm like at a coffee shop and I'm eavesdropping on someone's just conversation about something. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Oh, this is so interesting. <laughs> that's what, that's what your boyfriend's doing right now. And in the, in, in, on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> I kicked him out. <laughs> He's so nice. He went on the deck to work so that Lauren could record. So it's I know. <laughs> Anyways, I really enjoyed this episode, Lauren. And we'll have to do a one-on-one -on -one again soon because people love them. Uh, yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, have a great day, Lauren. Talk okay, soon. Okay, you too. Bye, Bye, -bye. for now. Thank you for listening. That was our one-on-one -on -one discussion about our recent moving experiences and how we have each been managing the discomfort that comes with change. And if you found value in our discussion, please send us a message on social media at Millennial Minimalists on Instagram or Facebook or share this episode in a story. We love seeing those. And again, I'd like to say a big thank you to those of you who have written us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Your words keep us super motivated and help the Millennial Minimalist podcast grow. And lastly, we want to say thanks to our episode sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. As mentioned, Lauren and I are finding a lot of value in speaking with a therapist. And if you are interested in speaking to someone, please go to betterhelp.com slash minimalists to get 10% off your first month, or you can find this link in our show notes. So thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will speak with you soon. Bye-bye.